You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack. We're on the go. You remember that time when you came down into the kitchen and you saw me digging through the drawer and I had everything pulled out of the drawer and you were like, what are you doing? I asked you to clean the other room and here I am cleaning the kitchen drawer. Yeah, I remember. How did that all start? How did that all start? Um, Yeah, it started with me asking you to finish one task, but before you could get to that one task, you had a whole line of other tasks you needed to do. Yeah, that's right. So basically, you had to clean out the drawer to find the bulb, to change the light, to see the room, to toss the junk. Yeah, that's, that's right. You wanted me to clean out the, the junk room. Mm-hmm. And so I finally decided I'm going to clean out the room. Easy, right? Just clean it out. Then I realized I needed a light bulb because the light bulb was out. Can't clean it out without light. So well, I got to go get a light bulb. I go to get the light bulb out of the cabinet. And it's in one of those lazy Susan drawers. And the thing's got too much stuff in it. I can't even move it around to like get to the light bulb. So I'm like, this cabinet needs cleaned out. So that turned out not to be a simple task. So I'm pulling everything out of the cabinet. And that's when you came down. And uh, I realized, well, I have to do all these other steps just to get to the task I was supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's called a lazy Susan because you're just lazy <laughs> and throw all the stuff in there until it breaks on you. Um, but yeah, we have to take care of other tasks sometimes before we get to the one thing that we set out to do or should do. It reminds me of the book. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. I remember that one. You remember? Yeah. That? I think we all had that book as kids. Yeah. There was this lady who swallowed a whole bunch of animals to finally get the one that she was after. So what does this have to do with spiritual stuff? I don't know why. <laughs> no, it uh, it reminds me of Jonah, you know, the, the guy that got swallowed up by that big fish, or like we like to say, a whale. And, uh, you know, Jonah was a prophet. God asked Jonah to go to the city of Nineveh and tell the people there to repent and follow God. And Jonah was like, no way, I am not going, those people are crazy. So what did he do? He went the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And he got in his ship, and he started sailing away. And then a storm came, and the storm was so violent, the sailors uh, were in panic. And he said, throw me off, off the ship because... I'm why the storm is here. So the sailors throw him off the ship. And then that's when a great fish or a whale comes and eats the guy. And then Jonah remains in the whale for three days. And then the whale spits him back up on dry land. And then Jonah seeking the Lord, the God says, go to Nineveh, tell them to repent. So then Jonah says, this time I'm listening, because that was a pretty crazy <laughs> ride when I tried to not listen to God. So then Jonah goes to the people in Nineveh, tells them to repent, and to his dismay, they repent, and they actually turn to God. So mm-hmm. why does that remind me of uh, she swallowed a fly? <laughs> so what you're saying is there was a great whale that swallowed a male. I don't know why he swallowed the male. Perhaps because he went in a sail. <laughs> he went in a sail. 
<laughs> yeah, a big fail is what it was. <laughs> a big fail. And um well, yeah, I mean, look at look at all of the events that happened because you know, if if it wasn't for Jonah disobeying, then the storm never would have came on the ship. And then if it wasn't for them throwing him off the ship, then the whale would have never ate Jonah. Right. And then with Jonah, that could have been the end of the story. Jonah drowned or died or whatever. But then instead, the whale spit him out. And then at that point, God, God's got his attention and he decides, I'm going to listen. Now, when Jonah goes to the people of Nineveh, you would be a pretty nasty person smelling like fish after being in the belly right. of a fish for three days. The interesting thing is the city of Nineveh worships the pagan god Dagon or however you call it. And this mm -hmm. is a fish god. Yeah. So this is a half man, half fish god. Right. And the people are worshiping him. So don't you think it's going to get their attention when a guy shows up smelling like fish, maybe looking like he's been in a fish, saying he came from a fish? Right. You know? And um, people have asked. In fact, Bob and I were just talking about this earlier. He was saying, do you think that Jonah and the whale was a metaphor? Hmm. And we said, no. You know, it's right. not a metaphor. If you say it's a metaphor and it didn't really happen, then... What else in the Bible is a metaphor? Um, but also, we would look at it, and, and you even see archaeological studies. We were looking this up and saw that um, in the in the city of Nineveh, they found inscriptions, uh, ancient inscriptions that speak of a man who came uh, from a fish and spoke wisdom to the city of Nineveh. Right. And the guy's name was Jonah, but written in their language, not his name, Jonah spelled the same, but it's like Iona because I is J in their culture. So there's actually archaeological evidence to show that this story really happened. Right. But he would never would have gotten the attention of the people, perhaps as, as much as showing up smelling like a fish if he wouldn't have gotten swallowed by the fish. He never would have gotten swallowed by the fish if he didn't get thrown overboard. And he never would have been thrown overboard if he wasn't disobedient to God. <laughs> True. But God used Jonah's disobedience and prepared each step of the way to bring him to a point where he said, okay, God, I'm ready to be used. You said earlier, um, he said something like, uh, okay, God, I'm ready to listen. Yeah. But the funny part is, and that is... He already listened. He heard God. True. And he heard yeah. it loud and clear, clear enough to say, uh-uh, uh -uh. <laughs> not doing it. And God said, yes, you are. Here we go. Let's go along with your story. You know, let's let's do what you want to do for a minute. But ultimately, I'm going to circle you back around to where you say, okay, all right, all yeah. those steps prepared me. I, I see where you're going to use me. I'm mm -hmm. ready to be used by you. I even see it in my personal life like. You know, they say hindsight's twenty twenty, and you look back and you see you didn't understand it at the time, and you perhaps really fought it at the time, but then you see how everything came together right. and got you to the point where you're at, yeah. but it wasn't easy going through it. Right. Yeah, looking back, we can see where God has, has worked, um, but walking forward, we're supposed to trust him. We walk by faith, not by sight, as we've said before, and I think that we we need to keep in mind Sometimes God 
prepares us for a person or sometimes God is preparing us for a place. Sometimes God's preparing us for a thing, but just being ready to be used by God, whatever he's preparing you for and understanding that the steps that, you know, you want to get to this one thing, or you may not. I mean, Jonah didn't want to complete that one task. It was what God had called him to do. But in order to get to that point, sometimes we have to go through all those other steps, all those other animals along the way to catch that fly. Yeah. And that's where the epiphany, the realization came in that this children's book was actually a a, a book for young children preparing them for adulthood of life. You're like, look, you're going to have to go through all these things, you know, just to get to where you're supposed to be. Well, the the fact of the matter is, I still don't know why she swallowed the fly. <laughs> uh, it, the book doesn't really tell you, but there was purpose as to why she swallowed everything else. But we don't know how it all started. You know, we're told in scripture, uh, in Proverbs, that many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And that is so true for Jonah. That's it. Yeah. And... One of my favorite verses, 1 Peter 1.13, says, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that word there, preparing your minds for action, just really motivates me that God's doing something, everything we're going through, it's happening for a reason, He's preparing us for something, a, a person, a place, or a thing. And so what can we do? Prepare our minds for action. Yeah. So I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps you know why? It's probably an annoying little thing. <laughs> <laughs>